0: welding instructor alex Declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact we're gonna cause trouble scott farrell is calling the shots from the sideline we're gonna make fun of people we're gonna hurt people's feelings it's farrell on the bench i believe in whipped cream with everything That was a crazy story, what happened in New Mexico State. They fired their first-year head coach, Greg Heyer, this week, and it was days after the school canceled the rest of the season. The basketball team season was ended after they found out about hazing going on with players on the team. The chancellor at the school made the announcement in a letter addressed to the whole school and community He said that uh, the athletic director informed Hire of the decision to fire him. He said uh, this guy that's the chancellor, Dan Arvizu, quote, as I've. Stated previously, hazing has no place on our campus, and those found responsible will be held accountable for their actions. I'm committed to the safety and well-being of all members of our campus, as well as the integrity of the university. He said they'll work to ensure we fully understand what happened here through an expansive review and full investigation. We will also ensure that support systems are in place to prevent this from happening again. The chancellor said decisions about the rest of the staff are going to be made after they have the investigation. Hire was fired. He was 47. His uh, coaching staff had been placed on leave last week when the university announced that the Aggies game last Saturday at Cal Baptist had been canceled and that the season had been suspended. Then they shut it down permanently over the weekend on Sunday after reviewing a police report that cited several players for false imprisonment harassment and counts of criminal sexual contact against a teammate so the police had a report and it was obtained by the media they redacted the names of the players involved the report detailed the victim telling Investigators and police said on February 6th, three members of the team held him down, removed his clothing, exposed his backside, started slapping his backside, and then went on to state that they also uh, touched his, you know, let's just say, satchel page area. The victim said other incidents had been happening since the summer including inappropriate physical and sexual touching by teammates in the locker room and on road trips. What in God's name was going on in New Mexico State? Like, are you kidding me? Can you imagine teammates ganging up on you in the locker room and, you know, hurting you sexually, inappropriate, touching, everything else? Uh, torturing, I don't even know. It sounds like crazy stuff was going on. The report said the victim went to the police to report the assault, but didn't want to press charges at the time. Now, Hire was fired three months after forward Mike Peake shot and killed a New Mexico student. Now, remember, this is New Mexico State. This dude shot a Lobo student in what police said was self-defense. Both the school and Albuquerque DA have launched investigations after coaches and staffers were found to be in possession of evidence in the shooting, including a gun after it happened. Heyer told his team to leave town after the shooting and return to campus, according to investigators, even though the police had asked to speak with three Aggie players who were with Peak, who was taken to the hospital with leg wounds. Peek was suspended indefinitely from the team. He's never been charged with a crime. New Mexico State was 9 15. They were 2 10 in the whack under hire. And he had spent time earlier in his career as an assistant on the Aggie staff. That guy went to Mississippi State, Chris Jans. And then hire was at Northwest Florida State. And he got that team to the junior college national championship. He brought two high-ranked players with him from JUCO. And bottom line is, he was building something at New Mexico State. Their top recruit has backed out. Uh, The WAC is counting New Mexico State's final six games all as forfeits the team is set to move into a brand-new uh, Conference USA next season, for them anyway. New Mexico State had made 26 trips to the NCAA tournament, reached the Sweet 16 five times. They got a program, and now it's a disaster. Imagine the mess that's going on there in Las Cruces. So how about Alabama? They're the new number one, rising to the top spot of the AP Top 25. poll for the first time in 20 years. Purdue's loss to Northwestern in Evanston last week, caused the shakeup in the top 25 and certainly helped out the tide. Alabama received 38 first place votes from the 62 person media panel. And then, you know, they had moved up two spots to jump number two. Houston, the Cougs had 22 first place votes to remain at number two and Purdue down to number three now. Still had two first-place votes after the loss to Northwestern. UCLA and Kansas rounded out the top five. Bama has certainly been playing great ball for Nate Oates since he came there from Buffalo in 2019. The tide reached the Elite Eight a couple of years ago, and Oates certainly has been recruiting fantastically down in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, number one for the first time, since spending. Two weeks on top of the pole midway through the 2002-3 season. Bama is 22-3, and 12-0 in the Southeast Conference when the rankings came out. They had a huge game on the road last night in Knoxville. Their only loss since mid-December was at Oklahoma in a non-conference game on January 28th. They beat Auburn and Florida last week, and they beat Auburn at Neville at Auburn. And Bruce Pearl said, our team is playing great basketball right now. We're playing really well. We're just not playing well enough to beat the best team in the country. The Tide won that game 77-69 on the road. Now, Purdue managed to remain number one last week despite losing to Indiana and Bloomington at Assembly Hall. Then they lost 64-58 to Northwestern on Sunday afternoon in Chicago. The Wildcats were all over Zach Eady. He had 24, but he had six turnovers. The Boilers shot 36% from the field and missed their final 13 shots from three. Matt Painter said, you got to show more poise and toughness than we did. Now, number nine, Baylor, and number 18, Creighton, made the biggest moves of the week, each gaining five spots. Of course, Creighton stumbled at Providence in double overtime this week already. The Bears beat Oklahoma and picked up a road win at number 22 TCU last week. Of course, uh, the Jays had been hot. They beat Seton hall. They beat UConn and they had an eight game winning streak going until the Providence game and Iowa state number 19. They had the biggest drop losing eight places following losses to West Virginia and Oklahoma state, Florida Atlantic, The only team to move into the poll, returning to number 25 after dropping out last week. The Owls from Boca beat Rice and Louisiana Tech last week after being ranked for the first time in school history earlier this season. Rutgers fell out of the poll for the second time this season. They went from number uh, 24 out after losing to Indiana and Illinois, both on the road in Bloomington and Champaign. I still like that. Rutgers team I think they can uh, play with anybody and they certainly play great defense they are tough I love what uh, this team has done the Knights mean business so that double overtime Providence win was 94-86 Friars both of those teams are 11-4 and in the Big East so there's some great games tonight. Number three, Purdue's at Maryland in College Park. The Terps are 8-6 and six in the Big Ten. The Boilers, 12-3, and 23-3 overall. I still like that Purdue team. They are tough. And nobody can stop Edie. Even when he plays bad, he plays good. Number two, Houston's at SMU in Dallas at the Moody Coliseum. SMU's awful. They're 4-9 and nine in the American. Houston, 11-1. and one. They'll kick SMU's ass. Number twenty-five, Florida Atlantic at Middle Tennessee. They're not that bad. They're eight and seven in the conference USA. Of course, FAU's fourteen and one in conference play. This one's on the road for the Owls, though, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Utah is at number eight. Arizona. By the time I get to racially profiled, Arizona. This one's at the McHale Center. The Cats are eleven and four in the Pac-12. Utah, not bad. overall in conference play. They're 17-9 overall. Arizona's 22-4. They stunningly lost at Stanford over the weekend, 88-79. This will be a big comeback game for the Wildcats against Utah at home. Saturday, they play Colorado at the McHale Center as well. And then on the 25th, they have Arizona State at home. They finish with two road games in LA at USC on March 2nd and then UCLA on the 4th at Pauley Pavilion. You got number 17 St. Mary's in San Diego going at it in San Diego the Jenny Craig Pavilion. San Diego, the Toreros struggle. They're 4-9 in the WCC. Meanwhile, St. Mary's is badass. 22-5 and five overall and 11-1 and in conference play. Stanford and UCLA at Pauly and Lipstick City. The Bruins are 12-2 in the Pac-12. Stanford, 5-9. But they're tougher than their conference mark, and they're tougher than their 11-14 mark. If they can beat Arizona there, they can beat anybody. Finally, number 13, Gonzaga. Going to LMU Loyola Marymount hosting them at the Gersten in Los Angeles, LMU seven and six in the WCC. The Zags are twenty one and five, ranked thirteenth and ten and two in conference play. Now Friday there's tons of games. The best games are Dayton and Loyola of Chicago in the Windy City. The Ramblers hosting. Dayton, and then Air Force at Wyoming in Laramie, and New Mexico's taking on San Jose State in San Jose. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022